Welcome to A Little Family History. My name is Sarah McClellan, daughter of Douglas McClellan and Linda Bell Lance, and sister of Jane McClellan and Mary Hill. We grew up in Anaganesh, Nova Scotia, but one side of my family's history started across the pond in Scotland. This family history starts with my great-great-grandmother, Catherine McIsaac. According to my father, Doug, her family history is an interesting story that needs to be told. Catherine's parents were Lockie Moore McIsaac and Catherine MacDonald. They were married in Egg, Scotland, probably in 1818. In 1823, they made the difficult decision to leave their native land and set out to establish a new home in New Scotland, as we know it, Nova Scotia. At that time, they had at least one child, a son, Angus Lachlan. The voyage to Nova Scotia would normally take at least 35 days, and they probably left from the port of Tombermory on the east coast of Scotland. Most ships at that time would carry about 275 passengers. Catherine was born aboard the ship as it headed for Nova Scotia. According to the death certificate of her son, John Finley Gillis, she was born on the high seas from Scotland to Nova Scotia. Arriving in Pictou, Nova Scotia, the McIsaac family made their way to the Arasag area of Anaganesh County and established a home in Pleasant Valley on Egg Mountain. Catherine grew up there with her siblings. There was a lot of them. Jane, Angus, Margaret, Alan, Bella, Donald, John, Ronald, Nancy, Mary, and Rory. Catherine's brother Angus is the great-grandfather of Lockie McIsaac, who was for many years the principal of the John Hugh Gillis High School in Anaganesh. A few years after the Lockie McIsaac family came to Nova Scotia, so did his wife Catherine's family, Donald McDonald, with his seven children. They also settled in the Pleasant Valley area of Anaganesh County. Some years later, probably around 1830, Donald McDonald and a number of his children moved to Southwest Marguerite in Verness County. The rest of the family stayed in Pleasant Valley. Duncan McDonald, Catherine's brother, purchased a farm in Marguerite, which was known as the Golden Grove Farm a very noteworthy farm in the area. Catherine grew up in Pleasant Valley, and the McIsaac family kept in touch with members of the McDonald family, now living in Marguerite. That connection explains how it came to be that both Catherine and her younger sister Jane made journeys back and forth to Marguerite, a distance of about 152 kilometers. Of course, this was in times before trains and buses or any other public transportation. While in Marguerite, they met members of the Gillis family and ended up moving there and marrying brothers. Catherine married Finley and Jane married Angus Gillis of Gillisdale in Verness County. The Gillis brothers lived just up the river from the Golden Grove farm. Catherine, now 30 years old, married Finley Gillis in Southwest Marguerite on February 24, 1853. They had nine children, John F., Catherine, Sarah, Ronald, Donald F., James, Annie, and the youngest Mary Ann, who was born on August 8, 1869. Oh, and by the way, before I go further, I'll have to let you know that you're going to hear a lot of the same names in this story. There is a Scottish tradition about how children are named. It mandates that the firstborn son in the family is named after the child's grandfather, and the firstborn daughter after the child's grandmother. 
It also holds that children are normally called after someone in the family or a close friend of the family. So if you get confused, that is why. And if you happen to have a drink on you right now, take a swig every time I say the names Catherine or Mary. There's a lot of them. And now back to the family history. Catherine's family lived in Gillisdale, where Finley was a farmer and Catherine looked over the children and the house. The home was located on the east side of the famous Marguerite River, which starts in Lake Ansley at Scottsdale, just north of the Gillis homestead. It flows down through the Marguerite Valley before it empties into the Atlantic at Marguerite Harbor. The Gillis home was just a short distance north of where my Uncle Louie now has a cabin and is the property where my grandmother was raised by Annie and A.S. McDougall. But more on that a little later. Catherine died there between 1881 and 1891. Census records for Gillisdale show her as being 55 years old in 1881. Finley died sometime after 1891. Catherine's daughter, Mary Ann Gillis, grew up in Gillisdale, and around 1903, she came over to Pleasant Valley to visit her McIsaac aunts and uncles. She may have worked as a housekeeper for a local priest. While in the Pleasant Valley area, Mary Ann met and married Hugh McDougall, a widower, 20 years her senior. The marriage produced two children, Mary Catherine, born July 7, 1907, and a son in 1909 who did not survive. On February 25, 1911, Hugh McDougall died, leaving his wife, Mary Ann, and his daughter, Mary Catherine, surviving him. Shortly after Hugh's death, Mary Ann and Mary C. moved back to Gillisdale in Verness to live with Mary Ann's sister, Annie, who was married to Archibald S. McDougall. Just over two years after her husband's death, Mary Ann McDougall died on April 16, 1913, and Mary C., who was only six years old, was brought up by her aunt, Annie, and uncle, A.S. McDougall. She attended the Provincial Normal College in Truro, graduating as a teacher in 1933. On December 26, 1940, Mary C. McDougall married my grandfather, who I never met. His name was Donald A.R. McClellan. His family had come over from Moor Ayr, Scotland in 1819, he was a farmer and a carpenter, and Mary C., a schoolteacher. And from what I remember, a big-time animal lover. In 1957, the McClellan family, including my father Douglas, my uncles Archie and Louie, and my aunts Anita and Peggy, moved over to Anaganish County, along with the family dog, Tippy. They lived in Lower South River and Lakevale, where Mary C. taught school. Donald died on September 26, 1963, at the age of 63. And my grandmother, Mary C., passed away on August 13th, 1998, at the age of 91. And this is where I say, to be continued, for now. Learning about my family history has certainly been eye-opening for me. As confusing as it was at times with all the names, locations, children, and spouses to keep up with, it was also very enlightening to learn what my extended family went through and how it all led, somehow, to me. I want to thank my father, Doug, for doing this extensive research into my family history. It goes to show the interesting things you will find if you just go looking. And... Maybe this podcast episode will encourage you to do the same. 
This has been A Little Family History.